0: sweet man oh yeah just like me that's <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. oh wow you caught me off guard with that one i couldn't stop the music <laughs> <laughs> yeah all right well we made it and that's good stuff uh all right happy happy hump day y'all <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs>
0: thank god this is the week where it never ends oh man this is a long one, huh? You're doing the overtime, I see. We, too, where I'm working at. Everybody's rocking the overtime. Uh, it's, it's a busy week, man. Oh, you wouldn't believe
1: it. Dude, we have so many fucking broken pipes in these schools. It's, oh, it's man.
0: It, so it happened, huh? Oh, it happened. But not in the way you would think. All right. Okay. Because
1: actually, last year, we had a worse spell than this. So you would think, well, we fixed all the problems, right? That's right. Bro, Every like, everyone I've been to so far has been some fucking douche teacher left the goddamn window open in his classroom.
0: <laughs> no, man.
1: Because he's hot, you know? Oh, it's always the man. same fucking guy. It's literally always the same guy. He's hot. It's fucking hot in here. You know, they turn out, take
0: off your fucking hoodie,
1: asshole, and go teach, teach the fucking gym class.
0: Right. Wait, and, uh, yeah, and Most people not. In shape, I imagine, there in the Chicagoland Ugh. area. So so large. Maybe airing so on the large. larger side, so they probably sweat a little more easy. <laughs> Very John Fetterman-y. Yes. Slightly so, more melanin. Hey, I'm kind of, I'm <laughs> almost on Team Fetterman, man, post-stroke. This guy is almost a Republican, so I think... No, uh, uh, he's just showing, he's just,
1: he's too, I think now it's at a point where he's just too brain-dead to realize that, like. Dude, you're not supposed to be so obviously bought and paid for by these people. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what do you think you are? Travis Kelsey? Come on, man. <laughs> I mean, it's, Can't be that far out there with it. <laughs> yeah.
1: I forgot I forgot who said it, but I love the idea that uh all politicians should have to wear uh like their shoot their suits should look like NASCAR cars.
0: Yes. Where, I'm a huge fan of you that. You
1: know you know, what I mean, the more money you get from one company, the bigger their name has to be on your suit.
0: Yeah, or anytime you're on TV, on the you know banner below you, it should say all the companies that pay you.
1: Could you imagine they all walk in like the Senate? Senate meets, they get together, and everybody just has a
0: giant Pfizer. Yes, on they their do. Back. Oh, probably yeah, the biggest. That's right, dude. Uh, I imagine that would be the number one sponsor of them, Lockheed Martin. You know, you got Lindsey Graham walking in with the Boeing and uh, uh, Black the, Rock, the Hunter Douglas. You know, <laughs> Black Rockets. <laughs> oh, uh, Lindsey Graham, what a tool! That guy, he's he's very excited. I think we're about to go to World War III. I was watching Alex Jones yesterday, and he was ranting about uh pretty much World War III happening either in February, like next month, or. Uh, some point between then and next February. He gives himself a nice time scale when he does these (laughs) predictions, you know? (laughs) He's smart. He's been doing it a long time. It's hard to pinpoint, you know, hard to nail
1: down that Third World War.
0: Well, also, I mean, he was calling for or about the vaccines and the mandates and all that jazz, you know, 10, 15 years ago, and he was a little off with the year right? I think that's just the whole thing. He, maybe these elites, they they leak out their plans, and you know, we, we know how government works. It's slow, and it kind of wastes time and money. Even their plans to, you know, wipe out humanity with mass genocide probably gets, you know, snagged up, and people lining their pockets, and You know what I mean? Wanting to drag on a little bit with their job, Mm -hmm. take extra vacations, right? Well, now we need a uh, genocide czar, right? What's John Kerry up to? Uh, I just think that... I didn't even think
1: about that. It's like when a group of thieves robs a bank, and then one thief steals from the other thieves. You got
0: to remember, you're in a group of thieves. (laughs) Well, I was thinking, uh, I read a quote by Robert Daltrey. He's the lead singer from The Who, and he is one of the biggest... Financers or spokespeople for one of these cancer establishments that's fighting cancer and his daughter I think died because of this specific cancer and he's leaving the organization and he publicly said in an incredible statement that he doesn't believe they'll ever cure cancer and he doesn't believe that they ever want to cure cancer because they all have jobs as long as cancer is cancer.
1: Absolutely, it's no, dude. It's no different than the homeless. The situation. same thing with the homeless. No different czar. than with the fucking overdose situation. It's <laughs> the same shit. These people have too much invest. All of those people who's like they say they're fighting for this and they're fighting for that. They're they're the uh, the climate envoy. You know what I mean? Your job is just
0: to j- keep justifying your position. Which got me thinking about whoever's behind these. You know club of rome you know the 300 committee and uh, world economic forum and all these secret societies that want to wipe out humanity you know they must have tasked the genocide to someone out there a genocide czar if you will (laughs) he's probably taking his time because he realizes if he if he completes the genocide of humanity he's got no job or
1: worse you're just one of the guys wearing the clown mask at the beginning of the dark night. Uh-huh. Once you open that safe, they shoot you. That's yeah. right.
0: <laughs> yes. You may, you when, might be on the once list. Once you kill everybody else, well, now's your turn. Well, you kill everybody on your list, but whose list are you on?
2: <laughs> right? Uh-huh.
0: Being in charge of the genocide man's dirty business. <laughs> uh-huh.
1: Was there a concentration camp for the concentration camp runners?
0: Hmm. <laughs> oh man, that is wild stuff. Uh, well, speaking of genocidal maniacs, currently as we speak right now over in Davos, the World Economic Forum is happening. Man, uh, all these world. Yeah, but don't worry. There. John Kerry is there to speak on our behalf. So we're- <laughs> We're okay. I watched a ton of clips, man. I watched some of the Klaus Schwab. He did his opening ceremony speech. A little boring. Kind of the usual Klaus Schwab if you're uh typically tuning into these economic forum like hundred and ninety. I mean. Well, you know, he's that adrenochrome, it keeps you racking for a long time, man. Still more <laughs> coherent than Joe Biden. I, I know, is that nuts? <laughs> I think this guy was a certified Nazi during Nazi Germany. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, he was the Nazi, the original, the first Nazi. He was in charge of the first genocide, and now he's doing the (laughs) second. (laughs) Oh, man, I watched some crazy stuff on there today. It was all over the X, formerly known as Twitter. Uh, Our dude, Christopher something or other... Uh, Wait, Sullivan maybe? He's the dude that's in charge of our CIA, I think, right now, or the spokesperson of it. He's always on the news shows. He was there uh, discussing with some dude who you could barely understand with his weirdo accent. Uh, They were talking about how, you know, we're in between orders, right? There was the old world order, and we are entering the new world order, but right now, we're just kind of in that awkward phase, the teenage years between, you know? <laughs> we're, like, we're like, we're getting
1: everything established, but unfortunately, there's still these six and a half billion people around. Don't we, worry.
0: <laughs> they're on their way up. And we got that Trump guy and his MAGA supporters. We got to get rid of him, man. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, and then he, he this uh, foreign dude turns to our, like, CIA fella, and he... He starts talking about how, like, well, you know, I, there's a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of emotion around terms like New World Order. So I, I don't call it order. I, I refer to it more as, you know, eras. And we're entering yeah, a new it's era. It's scaring like, people dude. more when they do that. Dude, so you're <laughs> you know not know only I mean? agreeing, right? You're also kind of upping the ante. Like, I think era sounds even more frightening than order. <laughs> yeah. Are you kidding me, dude? New era? Uh, uh, <laughs> here you go. Uh, yeah, that's right. God, these people are frightening. I don't trust any man. of these people?
1: Yeah, no. I really don't trust any of these people.
0: This is a scary group, and I had a lot to you know cycle through today. And it's amazing I still am able to keep my job while <laughs> watching World Economic Forum on the side, right? <laughs> <laughs> Um, Either way, I was able to, at some point, pinpoint what I thought was the more enjoyable aspect of the performances this afternoon or the last couple days. Uh, It was the Argentina president, Javier Millet. You familiar Mm. with this guy? Everybody is really up in arms over this dude. He's like the um, South American Trump, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, They really don't like him in the media. Oh,
1: they have a real hard... It was this, remember when Elon Musk like just fired 80% of Twitter and it didn't collapse? That's right. It actually still runs fine. This guy's doing the same thing with the Argentina government. Yes. And the left cannot handle it. <laughs> because... Like, oh, we need more...
0: We need groups and these organizations for diversity. I know. I gotta say, man, I'm reading a lot of stuff about the death of diversity, uh, inclusion, and Exclusivity, I for, I keep forgetting. Equity. Yeah. I'm sorry.
1: I know. sorry. I'm almost. And you said it wrong. You can't do the D I E because that
0: spells die. Well, it's so you dying. Gotta do diversity, <laughs> equity, and inclusion. I know. I, I'm sorry. I'm still trying to figure out turfs, people. All right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's being. This stuff is being removed from all businesses as we speak. I, I I think they are going to fire everybody in all the diversity departments probably within the next year. You have to you cannot run a business where you're paying somebody two hundred, three hundred thousand dollars a year to literally cost you business. You know, to just waste your money. Bloomberg released an outrageous statistic. I took it with a grain of salt, but it looked pretty frightening, and it was the numbers of like high-ranking, I don't know if it was CEOs or just high level management hired by corporate. Offices uh, throughout the last year, and for uh, minority groups or people of color, I think is what they designated it. uh, It was through the roof, millions. Uh, For white people, which (laughs) they were on their own there, white people, Uh, the white guys, it was negative four million or negative four hundred thousand, maybe, maybe it was million. (laughs) I can't remember. Uh, No, what happened last year is no white guys got hired for corporate level management all people of color did, and white guys got fired.
1: Yeah, it's going to turn out really good. Can't well, wait to see how this works take out. Take a look at South, I'm not, even South saying, I'm not even saying white people are better. Show me one thing that you guys have done, one group you have put together, one person you put in office that did an outstanding job, uh, one that you put in office or a position because they were a person of color or LGBTQ. Uh, it never works out. How's Campbell? How's Pete Buttigieg? How's that f- that was walking around stealing dresses <laughs> at airports in charge of nuclear or whatever? Well, you know, I think he's you out of jail. Know.
0: Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what i <laughs> Maybe.
1: I don't see you guys prating around Rachel Levine anymore. Yeah, you know?
0: they did dust Rachel Levine into the closet, huh? Oh, yeah. You have to, that fucking fool. Look at him. Well, I believe all of this bizarre wokeism. The critical race theory based culture, all this inclusivity that has essentially erased white people from the world. Uh, It's all part of an agenda. You could say maybe it's the World Economic Forum's agenda and their agenda 2030 and beyond. We'll own nothing. We'll be happy. They're getting together right now, folks. They are talking about ruining our lives. I guarantee you. Uh, But I got a really good little snippet. I watched his whole. speech it was fantastical. I really recommend it to everybody. Argentina president. Uh I always I want to keep calling him Felipe for some reason. Uh Javier (laughs) Javier Malay. Um uh, I took the best the hottest snip from the beginning of it, uh right when he walks on. So Klaus Schwab introduces this guy to this World Economic Forum. And uh, this cat has the cojones to walk up there and uh, lay this down.
2: Today, I'm here to tell you that the Western world is in danger. And it is endangered because those who are supposed to have to defend the values of the West are co-opted by a vision of the world that inexorably leads to socialism and thereby to poverty. Unfortunately, in recent decades, motivated by some well-meaning individuals willing to help others, and others motivated by the wish to belong to a privileged caste, the main leaders of the Western world have abandoned the model of freedom for different versions of what we call collectivism. We're here to tell you that collectivist experiments are never the solution to the problems that afflict the citizens of the world. Rather, they are the root cause. Do believe me, no one better place than us, Argentines, to testify to these two points.
0: (laughs) Man. Wow. Yes, sir. I love that. Every minute of it. Again, the full speech. I think maybe 20 minutes, Klaus Schwab had to sit there on the side and listen to this guy totally destroy the entirety of the World Economic Forum and what it stands for. It was beautiful. And he... Somebody's not going to get invited next year. No, definitely not. <laughs> he better really inspect that plane of his, the private one, right? They all have their uh, private jets before he takes off from this event. Well, you won't believe I got the cheap gas. Crazy. Crazy. <laughs>
1: I don't know why he became a I'll try to do Argentina.
0: Yeah, you know, he's almost
1: Dracula. That's basically... I, who does half. he look like? He looks like somebody from
0: the 80s or the 70s. I can't picture... I can't put it together. So the what bad you, the bad guy from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, I believe... Or no, Bogus uh, Journey, the second one. The guy who creates the robot Bill and Ted. That's who you're thinking of. He's also, I believe... Maybe a bad guy in one of the diehards, if I'm not mistaken. But I'm
1: pretty sure you're... So no matter what... Okay, we're on the same page. He looks like a bad guy.
0: Yes. No, no. He, I, the guys. he's this famous Russian... Uh, yeah, it's the bad guy. He's, he's the one, I believe, who puts together the, the evil Bill and Ted. And he, he plays this uh, very same role in many other movies in the 80s. And I believe I that's know, I'm looking at it right now. I'm not seeing that. That's not the guy, no?:
1: No, nah, He looks like somebody else.
0: Well, you can put it together.
1: He. I think he was a musician.:
0: OK, yeah, that's, uh, you know, also, I've done memes before with um, Minnie Me and Doctor. Evil. And uh, Minnie Me, of course, is Bill Gates. Right, He's got the Bill Gates <laughs> yeah. head on the body. And then on the Doctor. Evil body, I always put Klaus Schwab and you can almost not really see the difference between Dr. Evil and Klaus Schwab. (laughs) (laughs) They're pretty much the same dude. And there's a picture out there of Klaus Schwab wearing an outfit that is undoubtedly like a James Bond villain getup. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, he's... Klaus Schwab fully embraces the fact that he looks like every villain you've ever seen in any action movie from 1980 through 1999. <laughs> and then after 1999, every bad guy was an Arab.
1: Uh, man, everybody's just, I'm trying to look it up. But everybody's just calling him Wolverine. Yeah, no, I don't know. He looks like so much more than a Wolverine. It's like there's like there's a specific character that I can't
0: pinpoint it. Klaus Schwab? Really? People online are saying Klaus Schwab resembles Wolverine. No, oh, Javier Malay. Oh, oh, is that who you were talking about?
1: Yeah, who are you talking about? Klaus oh, you were Schwab. talking about
0: Klaus Schwab. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, wait, look up a picture. I can't believe we were at two different <laughs> That's why I looked at that bad
1: guy from Bill and Ted. I was like, dude, I don't want to oh. say anything, dude, but I thought you were retarded for a second there. <laughs>
0: no, Klaus Schwab. Now take a look at the villain from Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. You'll know yeah. what I'm saying, dude. Yeah, it's that's... Klaus Schwab, dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, I think that's his, his brother. Okay, so uh, Millay, uh, I've seen things online. He looks very oddly similar to Robin Williams, actually, which is kind of no. weird. Oh, No, not at all. People are speculating Robin Williams never killed himself and he's actually wearing the mask of Millet.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No. Kinda looks like that guy from Clockwork Orange.
0: Give it to you, yeah. Well, maybe a little bit. I don't know. There's a lot of rumors out there that Jim Carrey has been the actor playing Joe Biden, actually, with the mask. Did you see that the walk? Do you think it's Jim Carrey? Ah, dude. A lot of people are saying it. They showed
1: him walking from uh, what's that movie where the Truman show? (laughs) Yeah, man. Oh,
0: that's the same height, same posture. It's really weird. Arm movements, dude. It's like it, such a weird. I'm gonna go further on this one. We're gonna, we're actually gonna deep dive this here. Okay, so today is uh Jim Carrey's 60 second birthday. In Mystique. happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Casey's listening. You never know. We got a lot of I mean, listeners. It's true. Yeah, we've been jumping <laughs> <showing> those <laughs> downloads, man. Uh, so Jim Carrey, 60 second birthday today. He. Mysteriously, vaguely, in a strange way, announced on like E Entertainment or Access Hollywood in 2022 that he was retiring from Hollywood. And then he stopped making movies, sold his home in LA, and he moved to Hawaii, and he has not been seen since. <laughs> 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 and he's allegedly been like a hermit and like nobody can contact him so that kind of puts a lot more fuel into the fire of the theory that he's playing Joe Biden man did, did you see that clip of Joe Biden getting off the helicopter I did not uh, indulge me in this clip please he
1: like d- dude he might as well have done a fucking triple back flip into a handspring fuck it this guy the way he like he just ran down the ladder real quick and did this little like hop off the bottom, <laughs> and then looked around like he realized he wasn't supposed to be doing that, and then went into like Joe Biden move. I swear to God, dude, it like I kind of see this. It man. looked no, like Jim Carrey, crazy. man. You know what I mean? Like it was like a little bit of Jim came out for a minute. You know,
2: I, right. I I'm overreacting
1: I a little bit, it, but he just kind of jumped off the bottom step, <laughs> 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 which for Joe Biden, I mean, the guy looks like. It looks like he's always going to die when he's going up and
0: down stairs. Just when he's standing there breathing into the microphone. You know, he's like leans forward. Dude, he's got dementia. That lost look in the eyes. He's got something horrible going on in that brain, man. But I, Jim Carrey, dude, I might be on board with you on this one. I have to say, I have proposed some outrageous ideas on this show. And I never thought a million years that you were going to jump on board. The Jim Carrey is playing Joe Biden train. Well that's the best
1: part about doing the show. You, week after week you throw out ideas that I shit on, and then Jim Carrey playing Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> and what do I tell you what do I tell the listeners all the time? Be very scared when me and Frank agree.
0: <laughs> you know? Dude and uh I just saw something posted up in here about uh you know fire fire marshal Bill, which was one of Jim Carrey's best characters on the uh in living color, yes. very similar looking to Joe Biden now, man. Oh, wow! Now that I think you about it, he's wearing the bald cap. He's the, got the uh, his face is all stretched out, and he's made that was the whole a,
1: joke is he was the fire marshal that burned alive or whatever.
0: Yeah, he would always come like set things on fire. Yeah. yeah, he'd be like there at the school and. You know, doing stuff for kids, and then he'd burn down the school. Right. <laughs> Jim Carrey was, <laughs> was a genius, man. In living color, man. One of the greatest shows ever.
1: Yeah, that really was. They... Bobby Lee was talking about it the other day. He had um, Kevin Spacey? No, no, no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Not Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey. I don't like the guy hear from that Saturday
1: already. Night Live. Spade. David Spade. From Tommy Boy? Oh, yeah. Yeah, It's David Spade. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, David Spade. Yeah. Uh, And they were talking about how he was, he was like kind of giving props for Mad TV. And then they were talking about how actually Mad TV was third in Living Color. Wait, what? In the the ratings? It was third to in Living Color. So, like, it went Saturday Night Live in Living Color. Oh, wow. Mad TV. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. But, uh, yeah, Fire Marshal Bill. I, I don't know, man. That one I might give you, I'm gonna give you a, 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 a very possible Jim Carrey might be playing Joe Biden.
0: You just blew my mind on how In Living Color only ended up being on for, like, three seasons, whereas Mad TV was on for, like, 20 years. Nine, I think, but they took a break. Oh, is that what happened? Yeah, it was, like, nine or ten. And then, they remember, they came back. And Matt TV never clicked. I don't understand why. It's a weird show, right? I was trying too
1: hard. I think it was like when Fox was trying to like break the mold, you know, before they just became CIA talking heads.
0: I was uh, writing down here how in Living Color had one of the greatest, probably nowadays would be considered one of the most offensive characters ever, which was Handyman.
1: Oh, so funny!
0: And it was the handicapped superhero. So funny! (laughs) Absolutely genius, dude. So funny! Like you're, and the people would be like in danger. They'd be like, "Could you? Could you send somebody else?"
1: Yeah, just the idea is so funny. You
0: could, you could not concept. do this, dude, in, in today's ableist society. Oh, like, are are you gonna... kidding me?
1: Ableist? <laughs> no, dude. Today, that's, that, that, that whole bit would be the handicapped person comes and then teaches you something about <laughs> how your ableist ways made you privileged.
0: Or, no, nowadays, it, I think this is the premise, if I'm not mistaken, the one of the newest Disney MCU heroes, uh, Echo, I think, and... I could be wrong, but the character is Native American and deaf. (laughs) And I can only assume a lesbian. I can only assume that.
1: So I'm going to go spend two hours watching some bitch that can't speak or hear do sign
0: language? (laughs) I'm pretty sure. I'm almost positive that's the premise. I might be wrong. But they're really into including the deaf people and stuff, which is cool, you know? I mean, it's good to... I think, like... You yeah, Cyclops is basically blind, right? No? No, that's Daredevil. Daredevil's blind.
1: But not really, because he's got super, like, hearing. Right. right? And, like, yeah. <laughs> intuition. He's got, like... Oh, uh, man. I don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't see anything about her being blind. It says, Maya Lopez's ruthless behavior in New York <laughs> catches up with her in her hometown. She must face her past. Reconnect with her Native American yeah. roots <laughs> and embrace the meaning of family and community.
0: She's not deaf. Oh wow! I thought she was yeah, deaf.
1: American Sign Language. She's deaf. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's the whole thing. They got the deaf person to play the deaf person, right? Because now you can't, you can't be a guy who plays the retard. You got to get a retarded actor to play the retard. Yeah. <laughs>
1: and it took me way too long to just realize that's why it's called Echo, huh? <laughs> Oh, God, this is so gay. Oh! Oh, this is this is gay for Disney, dude.
0: They don't understand why no one's watching it. <laughs> they're, uh, they're allegedly like begging Robert Downey Jr. to come back as Iron Man.
1: <laughs> oh, this looks so bad. Yeah. That's <laughs> that's, well, dude, uh, <clears throat> I don't mean to change the topic hey, here, but carry I heard on. the most absurd story while I was working. I'm
0: very excited think- for
1: this. Me and this guy had to, like, stop, and we had, like, a whole conversation about this and how, like, this, this is it. We are just, we are not a serious country. I don't know if we will come back from this. Um, This is the end of America. Did you hear about (laughs) Hot Hootie Pirate?
0: Oh... Wow, this must be some TikTok phenomenon where women are into some dude who was caught on some viral video uh, in one of the Houthi uh, attacks. Did I get
1: it right? See, your brain couldn't even come up with how stupid this situation <laughs> is. You, you, know, you came close, Frank. It was cute. Great effort. Uh, we're talking America here, Frank. So, no, the Houthis or Houthis took over a ship. In the Red Sea.
0: All right, right? yeah.
1: They're, they're pirates, so they commandeer this ship. That's right. One of them posts a video on TikTok of himself waving the flag, the Houthi flag, and he's saying, this ship is ours. Don't even, don't, don't even look for it anymore, right? Okay. All the comments are about how hot he is, about how they could take, he can take it. over my boat. Yes. Oh, stay over here. Yes. Oh, dude, that's all that's going viral. Oh, it's hard. Oh, my God, dude. It's disgusting what these people are. That's what they're calling him Tim Houthi Chalamet. Because he looks like Timothy Chalamet. Tim Houthi Chalamet. Chalamet. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's where we are in America. The fucking terrorists taking over boats. are now now, uh, just beautiful icons. Like, how stupid
0: are we? That's more of a critique on how fat and disgusting Americans look, that women are looking overseas and they're like, wow, that pirate looks pretty good. These are some of the comments. I know this is serious. I know this is serious business, but
1: Yemeni Abercrombie model there. Oh, my God. He can hijack me. Does his boat have room for one more? Wow posting thirst traps while blockading empires. This guy is (laughs) wild. Dude,
0: what the fuck are you guys talking about? This is beautiful. I had no idea this phenomenon was occurring, but of course, and you are right, only in America, in the 2020s that we are in, this is the way of the world. Uh, It's funny, this plays so much into the whole group of BLT sandwich community people supporting the Palestinians and the the uh the Hamas people like they they just have no uh understanding of what's going on in the world and how things are you know like man you get aboard on that pirate ship young lady you are going to experience some awful things i can promise you
1: Yeah, he's going to fuck you, whether you want him to or not. (laughs) It's not going to be
0: in a pleasurable way (laughs) for you. He's going to do
1: things to you you don't want him to do. And he's going
0: to share you with his buddies. Believe it or not, (laughs) (laughs) that's how it works there. that's how they do it. (laughs) (laughs) It's not a good time with these pirates, man. Uh, People are idiots now, you're right. And we're so sheltered, so maybe kudos to the American way. We have it so good here that... What we know about pirates is, uh, you end up being Kira Knightley, and you accidentally are a stowaway on the pirate ship, and you start to court Jack Sparrow, the dashing oh. pirate who, you know, happens to be, you know, Johnny Depp, right? That's what it is. They,
1: all, yeah, that's exactly what. It is. Dude, this is terrible. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Now we're all talking about how hot this Houthi
0: terrorist pirate guy is. This happened when the Boston Marathon bombing occurred. The Tanzanarian fella, the younger brother of the duo. Oh, that's right. Women went oh, uh, crazy over for all his. You people, tell me he's beautiful
1: after you're within smelling distance of him, okay? <laughs> he's fucking foreigners, dude, from these areas.
0: Don't you remember that the chokar? What were those guys' name? Uh, the yeah, the. I remember. They did that article. It was like the New York Times or Rolling Stone. He, they made him look like Jim Morrison, essentially. You know? Oh Yeah, you're right. Remember that? And they put him on the cover <laughs> and everybody was fawning over this guy. And this is funny because this is um, before... When was this? 2012, right? So we were just at the beginning of the throes of going viral. Yeah. You had uh, Tamarian... <laughs> yeah, Tamarian. Sama... Sarnav? Um, I always think of Tanzarian, which is um, uh, Seymour Skinner's real name <laughs> in the <laughs> Simpsons. Isn't it Tanzarian? Armand Tanzarian? <laughs> <laughs>
1: this guy was Tamarian. Armand Tamarian.
0: All right. Yeah. But...
1: Temer- no, no. Tamarian, Tem- Sarnav. Are you looking and, uh, at the picture? Zakar. Zokar.
0: To D Z H? How do you? What the fuck does that say? How did the? How did they let these guys into the country and then let them make these bombs, man? Obviously this was a false flag. Come on. Do you also, went to Dartmouth? I was just thinking about this the other day too. After the Boston Marathon bombing, I think there was another bombing somewhere else. I don't think America, but. Uh, they had one thing in common, which was they were utilizing pressure cookers. Do you remember was this? Was that a thing? Was yes, that a thing for was, I don't remember that. For five seconds, it was the pressure cooker bombs. or it was, they were, I'm pretty sure it was pressure cookers. And uh, isn't that kind of how they did the London... I don't know. They did a couple terrorist attacks with these pressure cookers, and everyone was on the lookout, and then you know the FBI was scanning the database to see who was buying pressure cookers. <laughs> I don't remember that. I and remember that the Boston bad. Marathon guy used it, but I don't remember. Thought that was a thing for a second. We're all on the lookout. If you have a neighbor, he's rolling in a bunch of pressure cookers. Call the FBI.
1: <laughs> get one first, though. You probably get a good price, and those yes. things are great for cooking meals. You set it, go to work, come back, it's ready.
0: Set it and forget it, my man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Remember, how, remember that, dude? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Well, uh, we had the Iowa uh, shindig this week. Uh, Did something where happen where in Iowa? And Trump, I couldn't tell.
1: Where Trump
0: Fucking guys. won in a complete landslide and uh, I don't care too much about the politics of what's happening You're, here.
1: Talking, you're talking about Iowa where the Republicans uh, ended democracy by having everybody vote on who they want to be their
0: representatives? <laughs> Dude, they had a meltdown yeah. over this. I can't believe what I saw. Like I had too many clips of it, and not the news. Who cares about the news of what happened? The meat on this bone, baby, is the meltdown on NBC from all the oh, people on NBC. I didn't know who to pick from, like Jen Psaki. Maddow, uh, Joy Reid, which I ended up going with some Joy Reid.
1: Maddow, dude, was the best. You know what? Are not even going to air his unedited speeches. (laughs) Like, whoa, bitch. (laughs) Crazy. You know know what it was? You could see the meltdown. It wasn't when he won, the meltdown was his speech when he went out there and actually gave like a presidential speech, commended his opponents yeah and that was actually if he learns to actually just reel it in and be cool, calm, collective, you know what I mean, and actually just be you know
0: they don't know how to react to that. no, he has this whole time though I was just thinking about it uh today, how he hasn't you're not hearing anything about what he truthed or right. <laughs> Uh, right. said. Like, th- they have nothing to report on the guy because he, I think... He's not calling the ladies a fat cow. You know That's I mean? right. There's none of that. Nothing. No, and and uh, even they're trying to poke the bear so hard, they did that retarded E. Gene Carroll Part 2 electric boogaloo today. I don't even know what they're in court for with this lady. They, <laughs> they can't even give me a date when the rape occurred. A year. A season.
1: <laughs> a season.
0: <laughs> yeah. Was it cold? I know.
1: Were you wearing a jacket? Uh, Something. Something. When he raped you, did he have to remove his coat? Was it fucking cold? Give me
0: something here. No info, man, but we're at it again in the courtroom. Uh, They just got nothing on this guy. That's all I can really see. And, you know, look at what happened in Iowa, man. Of course the guy won every precinct, right? Except for the one where they allegedly... Flooded oh the the uh, voting booths with Democrats who like bought Republican I don't know they like switched parties last minute. It's so absurd what they're doing at this point.
1: Uh, uh and then they won he won by Are he lost by one vote. One right. vote, There, I guess. We'll give it to you. But right, dude, so, that it that, that's hilarious what they're doing with him. So, they don't know how to handle it.
0: <laughs> they don't know how to handle it. And they didn't know how to report the fact that in a Republican primary, the overwhelming favorite just happens to be Trump, um, and it has nothing to do, honestly, I guess, with the fact that he was a part of the Operation Warp Speed, or uh that he ceded to Big Pharma, and, you know, he's got- I'll never
1: forgive him. Of all the good he did, he didn't fire Anthony Fauci. I know, it's that a killer. the most unforgivable thing. But, dude- um. You know what I thought was hilarious about this whole thing? I I don't know if you caught this. Did you see the complete 180 in referencing the campaign with the trials? So, like, none of the— Okay, (laughs) everybody on the right-wing media, they were all like, Donald Trump, he wins Iowa— He gave this great campaign speech. They show clips of the speech. They go, and then he, what do you do? He books it out of there to go fight in court the next day, right? That's right, man. Yeah. And it used to be the left was being like, how's he even going to campaign? He has to be in court every day. But I think it really is backfiring on them because you look at Joe Biden who can't even run the campaign. you switch switch channels this guy's going from iowa campaigning (laughs) making fun of all the losers and then going to fight other losers in new york and then fighting losers in how have we not talked about georgia
0: So you mean Fannie Willis and the fact that she's banging a dude down there and there's some <laughs> whole controversy and she's, she's admitting no, to that's it? No, some
1: dude. She's banging the lawyer she hired. Oh, that's right. To go, to go after <laughs> Trump. And then he took that money and took her on vacation.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> the, best about,
1: the best part about the whole thing is it was possibly the only case they were going to get Trump in. And the only real shot they had of actually putting him in jail, but now the lawyer and the DA might be, tra- and other people might end up in their own RICO case.
0: <laughs> wow, a RICO on a RICO. Yeah. I think they call this a RICO suave, actually.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. That's right, people.
1: <laughs> Somebody get in touch with SNL. We need a better than anything I've heard on NBC in five years. We're gonna book you
0: on a Rico Suave. <laughs> <laughs> Back him away, toys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, I think it just—it's
1: making uh, Joe Biden look even worse now. That you have this guy who's—you're trying to say Trump can't handle the presidency because of his age and everything.
0: This guy's doing more work than me. He looks like a bull, and he's charging out of the courtroom and screaming at the reporters. And then he's like, "I don't have time for your losers. I gotta get in my chopper and go yell at a judge in the court in New York."
1: <laughs> like this guy's. Then is after all- that I'm gonna <laughs> give a speech to twenty thousand people. I know. Honestly, it's in impressive. the middle of nowhere. <laughs> like, how do you even get twenty thousand people to that location?
0: He's a rock star, dude. You can't stop this train, man. And he took over Iowa. He's going to roll through all these states. And honestly, they did it to themselves. Barbra Streisand effect, maybe. I guarantee he's going to get overwhelming majority here in Colorado with the Republican primary. Uh, when they just, uh, you know, decided they were going to go all fascist and try to rip him off the ballot, uh, that kind of fired up people who were in the middle.
1: So, yeah, I, you know, they would have been a lot better off instead of trying. I mean, they would have been a lot better off actually letting Biden do a primary. I, we, we all know you guys are in charge. They could have easily talk to these guys who are trying to challenge him. RFK, Phillips, you know, hey, run the campaign, but, you know, drop out at the right time. We'll give you a cabinet position. You know what I mean? And that would right. have made him at least look competitive. And it would at least disguise the fact that you are now the party
0: trying to end democracy. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what it looks like now. And it's just going to get... Uh, Trump's going to keep steamrolling. Vivek just dropped out, and he he wasn't doing too shabby, I got to say. For a guy who really, he's young, you know what I'm saying, doesn't really have a lot of political pool, he was getting some votes. It's kind of shocking. Uh,
1: no, I'm, I'm very impressed with him. I would not sleep on him. I think this is a... Uh... Uh, just a stepping stone for him. I think he's actually going to have a really good... Well, we'll You'll see. probably see him in like 20 years.
0: Yeah, maybe I've seen some comparisons to Barack Barry Sotero Obama with the Vivek Rama-Shrama-Shrama-Ding-Dong. Similar trajectories, similar mm-hmm. fellas and backgrounds. Um, see, I,
1: I don't... I just, like, I'm going to have to push back on that 100%. Vivek actually is was successful in in business.
0: Yeah, I think Vivek made some money though, kind of selling some bogus drugs there. But, you know what? Try people people make money in there, you know. <laughs> Can't judge a man for how he this is. America. Fills his home. Uh, like I said, American dream. All right. Well, uh either way, this Iowa situation uh blew people's minds especially on the left and uh, Again, I cannot stress enough, there's something in the water at MSNBC. uh, They are going berserker. Maybe they're just paid more by the three-letter alphabet agencies. But on top of all of it, Joy Reid, my favorite member of the crew over there at MSNBC, she had the best take of the night, in my opinion, and the answer as to why Trump won overwhelmingly there in Iowa.
3: It's the elephant in the room she's still a brown lady that's gotta try to win in a party that is deeply anti-immigrant and which she's
0: discussing why nikki haley isn't doing so. Oh, fuck Except yourself. the dude. notion
3: that you can say immigrants are poisoning the blood of our country. She's getting, you know, birthered by Donald Trump. Um, and I don't, don't, care don't, don't care how much the donor class likes her, which will up. ramp up a lot, the better yeah. she does in New yes. Hampshire. So it's still a challenge. I don't see how she becomes the nominee of that party with Donald Trump still around. I can't picture it happening. Maybe it could happen. Ron DeSantis' only argument for staying in it is he's the white guy, that he can still make the appeal.
0: But you know, this is a Harvard graduate who sees the entire world through the lens of black and white. I, I hope that's so. For no that.
1: Republican I know has mentioned one thing about any of the races, except <laughs> make, except make fun of uh, Vivek for being Indian. It's just I didn't I didn't know she was black. Nikki Haley is black. No, no, that's what's so outrageous. She's Indian. How is she black? Oh. You know, that's technically Asian.
0: You know, I have a friend who is from that part of the world, or, you know, his ethnicity and his family background, and his parents immigrated to this country, and he he has, I've seen in drunken stupors, pull out the race card from time to time. (laughs) It's quite humorous. It doesn't fly. People don't ever accept it.
1: Nikki Haley is not going to go say
0: the N-word in the South Side Chicago. No, and Nikki Haley also doesn't believe she's a victim of any kind of institutionalized racism.
1: Because she wasn't. She was chosen
0: to represent us in the U.N. Yeah, she's a pretty successful woman. (laughs) More successful than me. Yeah, man. Like, she's had a pretty good life. I can only assume.
1: Like, of everything that's wrong with her, that's what you think we're focused on. Like... That's why you guys are losing because you really just think we're all stupid. You just think we're these ignorant buffoons who, are like, oh, we can't see past race, can't see past color. Can't,
0: I mean, d- dude. I can't stress enough <clears throat> uh, about Joy Reid, Denver native, who got a free ride through affirmative action to Harvard. She openly admits it and discusses it all the time. And she sees the world through black and white and no other view that's it it's really sad and kind of sounds racist joy reed is a racist and i can't <laughs> wait to continue on this clip
3: i feel like the important sort of data point and, and you know steve talks about it a lot he's he's going to probably talk about it a little more tonight is that these, these are white christians that this is a state that is overrepresented by white Christians that are going to participate in these caucuses, especially tonight. Um, I, today earlier today, reached out to Robert Jones, Robbie Jones, um, from the Public Religion Research Institute, knowing that we were going to talk about Iowa. And this is a hyper-evangelical white state. And he said the following to me. Iowa is about 61% white Christian. The country as a whole is approximately 41% white Christian. And in Iowa, we're talking about evangelical white Christians. And he said the following. Because I asked him, what do they get out of supporting Donald Trump? Because he keeps losing, he keeps delivering losses and losses and losses. And he said the following They see themselves as the rightful inheritors of this country, and Trump has promised to give it back to them. All the things that we think about about electability, about you know what are Christ, people gaming man. out, or mm-hmm. none of that matters when you believe that God has given you this country, that it is yours, and that everyone who is not a white conservative Christian is a fr- is a fraudulent American, is a less a less, a less real
0: American. They cut her off. You don't care about electability. <laughs> <laughs> That was not me. That was MSNBC cutting this racist (laughs) off on her racist rant, dude.
2: Yeah, you you deserve
0: it. Oh, my
1: God. Dude, you know what this is? is, It's because everywhere you look, you guys are hiring somebody because they're black. You're hiring somebody because they're a lesbian. So then you look at the Republicans and you're like, well, it must be because he's white. That's, why else would you do What you don't understand is the people on the right, they watch things other than MSNBC. So people, a lot of people on the right know about the World Economic Forum. Know Nikki Haley was one of those young leaders or whatever the fuck
0: they had. Along you know? with Jared Polis. Oh yeah, look at him. Al- Ron DeSantis. That's right, man. De Sanctus. Sanctimonious. <laughs> like that,
1: that's what you people on the left don't understand. Is the people on the right are are pretty informed about the people they're voting for, and that's why they're choosing.
0: Bit of a blind spot with the MAGA crowd, and I only say that because a it seems as if they refuse to accept the fact that one of the young leaders over at the World Economic Forum is also none other than you know, Ivanka Trump and Jared Kushner, if I'm not mistaken. No, really? I'm almost certain both are, you know, deeply involved with the World Economic Forum. It's a money-making machine, man. You got to represent, you know. Are you You, sure? I'm pretty sure Ivanka, not 100% on Jared, (laughs) but I think Ivanka is does stuff with the World Economic Forum, you know. And Ivanka's not Don, right, or Donald, and, you know, she's got a... She kind of does. Oh, dude. 2020,
1: January 2020. Ivanka Trump takes spotlight at Davos. Yeah, man. Wow. Frank knows his stuff, people.
0: I do my research. <laughs> I know who I'm voting for. Yeah, but I think you're only voting for them
1: because they're white.
0: Yeah, I, ex- S- I vote dude, exclusively white, uh, Christian. I don't know if. Uh... See what I mean? Like,
1: you just brought up <laughs>
0: Trump's daughter's affiliation.
1: You know, like that's that's something that Joy Reid can never comprehend.
0: Well, I'll tell you what, you guys can all look it up. In 2013, the Young World Economic Forum leaders, uh, that is the year Jared Polis debuted. And on that list, another familiar name with many people out there, Chelsea Clinton. No. I sent you the screenshot of that. That's right. Yeah. It was Jared Polis, and then about seven or eight names above him was Chelsea Clinton. Kelsey? Chelsea? Is it Kelsey? Is it Chelsea? (laughs) Chelsea? Not too sure. But, uh... Oh, my God, you're right. Chelsea Clinton. Dude, they're all involved. Everybody's in this. Dude, the World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab, he went to Harvard, I believe, with Kissinger, or maybe it was Yale. I can't remember. Whichever one does more of the gay stuff. And uh, they hung out and became really good buds and they created together the World Economic Forum with the intent to reduce the population of the world. Absolutely. That is the primary goal, man. And they want to own everybody and everything and all the land, and you'll own nothing and you'll be happy. That's, that's, that's the goal. And then you got to take a look around. All of a sudden, why is every freaking governor in America a former World Economic Forum young leader? Why is Pete Buttigieg on that list? Why is Kamala Harris on that list? Why is every person in the political arena in America and around the world on that list? It gets a little freaky. Both sides, huh? And then all of a sudden, I think Klaus Schwab, amidst his hubris, invited that fella from Argentina, and he showed up, and I, I think he just spit some nasty truth into the microphone right into their faces. I wish him luck. I'm sure he won't. <laughs> he definitely won't last the next election, or maybe even the flight out of Davos. But you know, it, it does really. You know, uh, I'm no gambling man, but I got fifty on coup. <laughs> that is fifty on coup. Yeah, they're just gonna. Everybody stationed in Ecuador is now just gonna go down to Argentina. That's basically what's gonna happen. Yeah, Javier,
1: make sure you don't stand next to any um, <laughs> any bayonets. <laughs> they tend to shove
0: them up the leader's ass when they take over. <laughs> so crazy. Just as Gaddafi. Yeah, dude, Libya is nuts, man. It's crazy how we set up these coup d'etats, and then these countries just go through these revolutions every, you know, five to ten years, and gangs take over, a new leader is installed, and then rinse and repeat, man. It's, it's really beautiful what we did. Mastered
1: That's the terrible. world. I guess we did master the
0: world. Well, yeah, because if you create instability and chaos in all these countries everywhere, you're never giving them an opportunity to stabilize and build and create and, you know, kind of prosper and then potentially take, you know, send their spies over to you.
3: Yeah, but you know what?
1: It doesn't matter how big and bad you are, how big and bad your military is. None of those other militaries have trannies. (laughs) That blonde chick's a dude? (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah! (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, the other, like, we may be bigger and badder. I mean, we're bigger, we got better equipment, but we're not serious. We're not at all serious about fighting and winning wars.
0: it has got me a little nervous. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I... Again, I was watching Alex Jones, and he was professing about a lot of leaked documentation that has come out of Germany and Europe on how they are preparing for World War III and its imminence and all this stuff. And I don't know. I, I got to say, I, uh, I'm, I'm ready for it. I think we, gotta, we just got to do it now and get it over with, like rip the Band-Aid off. Maybe this is our you're, best you're chance. You're going to
1: go fight in it? Is that what you're saying? You're yeah, that's what I'm saying.
0: Maybe this is our best chance. If we let, if we let society continue forward, we're just going to get fatter or more ozempic. And either way, we're going gonna to be in less fighting shape 10 years from now or five years from now. So we're, our best chance is now, man. I guess you're right. <laughs> Might because, like, think of dude. This, this, this like the generation that's like <laughs> that's in I'm their saying. teens dude. right now. Forty yes.
1: percent of them are gay, dude. Like, look dude.
0: at look at Gen Z, dude. The, look uh. how feeble they are. Like, this is it. We're us millennials. We're just now in the last phase of our potential fighting age. We got to do it now, otherwise we got no chance, dude. So dude, we yeah. got to kickstart this World War Three, baby. This it's the only chance we got.
1: Oh, we're like 10 years away from not being able to fly our fighter, our fighter jets because they disproportionately affect people of color. <laughs> <laughs> what, that aircraft carrier? No, we can't take it to the Persian Gulf. That would
0: disproportionately
1: affect the Arabs. <laughs> Come on.
0: It's just the path we're on, dude. Everything's going to get weaker, fatter, slower, dumber. Like th- dumber. We're at our peak now. And it's just downhill, and that's horrible. Well, we're that- not <laughs> at the, we're
1: not at our peak, but we're already on the downside. Yes, like, we yeah, can't we can't get back to the peak.
0: We're looking back Come at the try. peak. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're on. The- yeah, you're right. We're on the decline, man. We need to. I'm not kidding. I I almost clipped it for the show, but I decided to give the weight loss stuff a a break for a bit. But uh it's not Ozempic or Wegovy or the Mongerno or whatever they're doing. Uh apparently Gen Z or whatever's below them now, they're very hyper obsessed with staying young and and being thin uh and they're uh, allegedly using laxatives to lose weight now. That's the thing? Good. So
1: stupid. These uh, good. Kids shit in their pants. That's so stupid. <laughs> so fucking stupid everybody uh you know what i I, you know what i said the other day the the like go into any room i go i go into this class of plumbers right and everybody is so groomed they're camera ready like we all walk around now fucking camera ready you know what i mean you used to make fun of the one guy in your friend of groups that was like you know i don't know
0: That's funny. Oh, yeah, I was out to a birthday for a friend of mine who is in my age bracket, uh, but we always say we're celebrating his 21st. And he, (laughs) one of the uh, dates with his friend there uh, was asking about when we grew up, and I was regaling her in some great stories from the past, but I was telling her how, you know, in my house... I have fantastic photographs of everybody at this table smoking marijuana like 20 years ago, <laughs> like behind bushes, <laughs> and, like ripping a bong in a basement of some random person's house. Uh, because back then, uh, Jack and I, we used to walk around, we used to go to the local Walgreens <clears throat> and purchase those portable, disposable cameras, uh, the old Kodak guys. Oh, yeah. And uh, we'd stick them in our cargo pockets, jump on our bikes and go out for the day and do whatever and see where the, the night and the activities and the journey would take us and along those adventures we would just kind of randomly without people knowing it bust out the camera and just hit that flash man you know and you just you'd catch people after,
1: after you warmed it up that's right that
0: yeah you would have to have your hand in your pocket just warming it a little without people knowing <laughs> it. What are you doing over there? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> in <the market> pool. <laughs> uh, 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 uh.